Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast about growth, authenticity, and difficult conversations. Here, you'll find a mix of real-life experiences, inspiring humans, and some spiritual insight. I'm your host, Jenna Krasinski, and I believe that we truly have to feel our pain in order to heal it. Community is a huge part of the process of healing, and I invite you to come along and dance through the ups and downs of life. This is Project Healing. Welcome back to Project Healing. I'm your host, Jenna Korzynski. What is up? What is new and going on and exciting in life? For me, it is summertime in Rochester, New York. <laughs> and summertime in Rochester, New York is like a blip on the radar, right? Like we, we see all the seasons, but the majority of the seasons that we see are, you know, white covered wintry wonderland um, and sludgy, muddy, springy ish weather. So when it's summer in Rochester, you've got to take advantage of it. So I've been loving being outdoors and connecting with nature and taking my kids. We were doing this new thing where we're just like going to random parks all over the county and even beyond and exploring the parks and the trails and I've been really really loving that it's really helping to keep me grounded it's giving me an excuse to get out in nature and be active and um, it's been hit and miss with my kids like sometimes they love it and sometimes they're like why are we walking what is going on Um, but we always end it in a fun way where they get to go to a playground or, you know, we'll do something exciting for them as well. (laughs) Trying to build these good habits young, but sometimes it's hard when there's a resistance. (laughs) But I've been thinking a lot about, um, the cycles of my life, you know, in my own healing journey, I make it, um, I make a consistent effort to connect with myself and how I'm feeling and what's going on for me. And lately I've been reflecting a lot about the cycles of my life and how the cycles have brought me, um, so much joy, but also have shown me so much, um, pain and loss, right? Um, And so I just wanted to kind of talk about that for a little while and share my personal experiences with cycles within my own life um, and really talk about how the cycles of our life connect to um, our lessons as well as our, our passions. So, I mean, first of all, like, what is a cycle, right? Like, what does that even mean? Well, a cycle is when we go through something from start to finish and then it comes back around. And when I'm talking about life cycles, I'm talking about situations or events within your physical lifetime that may be um, kind of reoccurring for you. And they can be negative or positive. These could be like a series of events where you're like, oh my gosh, why does this particular thing keep happening to me over and over again? Or it can be something that just keeps coming back around for you that you truly love. Um, And every time you reconnect with it, you find a little bit more joy within that, right? Um, The cycles of our life can really help guide us 
on our path to authenticity. And really, if we start to pay attention to them, we can really connect to what's being shown to us, the patterns that are being shown to us for our own individual experience on this planet and really help us align with what is right for us. But the sad truth is, is that there are so many of us that walk through our entire lives and don't even recognize the cycles that are presenting for us, right? So many people go from start to finish and don't align with their true passions or don't learn the lessons that have presented for them um, throughout the cycle. And that's why there are some people that are born to this planet to like be the change makers, right? Is because for some of our bloodlines, these cycles have kind of perpetuated um, over and over again through generations. And eventually it gets to that, that one light worker, right? That wants to make a difference. <laughs> but I really wanted to talk about um, both a negative cycle that I've seen in my life um, and a positive cycle that I've seen in my life and just connect with those and share my experiences and share how I worked with those cycles to learn more about myself. So first I'm going to, I'm going to go with the negative one. We're going to start with the bad news first. Okay. So one cycle that I saw throughout most of my life that I would say probably started, hmm, I want to say I was around nine or 10 when this first occurred for me. Um, and that was losing friends. Um, I have a tendency to like love every friend as if they are my BFF. Um, I'm a very inclusive person where I like everybody to be together. And if I am inviting one person, I'm inviting everybody that I know <laughs> and the more the merrier kind of thing. Um, and I was always open to being connected to various groups of friends um, and friends from various um, backgrounds and um, lifestyles. Um, but I saw throughout my life that every few years I would have a friend that would just kind of disappear. Usually um, it was like there was no like massive event that occurred that we went our separate ways, but um, it would just be that all of a sudden either they started hanging out with other people or they just disconnected from me um, and I would reach out and reach out again and reach out again. And those of you that grew up in the nineties with me, you know how difficult that was back in the day. It wasn't as easy as it is now <laughs> and nothing crickets. And suddenly I'd have a ghost friend and dang, what happened? And because of the trauma that I've experienced in my life and the abandonment issues that, um, that I was carrying with me, it, it affected me deeply every time. And it would leave me questioning, you know, did I do something wrong? Um, 
why didn't they tell me that they didn't want to be friends anymore? Um, what do those other people have that they're hanging out with now that I don't have? Um, and I could go on and on with like the sad list of like womp womps <laughs> that I would go through with myself. But I think you get the point. And when I was younger, it really, it really hurt me. And then when I was in my early 20s, I had one of those experiences again, except this time it was a little bit different. This time there was a little bit of an explosive ending where um, somebody that I was very close friends with for many, many years um, all of a sudden decided that she didn't want to be my friend anymore and she told people a series of stories that of things that I quote unquote did to her um, that didn't really make much sense <laughs> and didn't really align with like what happened but I still wanted to connect and find out and it was it was lost cause I mean it was I would reach out and it would turn into like a, a screaming match and um, just like hurtful names being said and it was, it was, it was ugly. It was ugly. Um, and I realized after the loss of that friend that I needed to reflect on this because in that moment I, I was like, why does this keep happening to me? That all of a sudden these people just ghost me. And so I, I figured it was something within me and I needed to turn inward and do some, some hard self-reflection. And so that's exactly what I did. And I started looking back on all of the friends that I had lost throughout the years, the ones that just all of a sudden were gone. And I realized there was a common theme between the people that had exited my life. And that common theme was that these were not people that were adding anything to my life. These were people that were connected to my energy when I was like fun and a ball of good time. But if I was struggling, they would be nowhere to be found. And these people also were people that would try to talk me out of like my dreams and my aspirations or just not support me if I had, you know, an aha moment or an idea or whatever it was. So when I took a look at this cycle, as horrible as it made me feel for many, many years, I realized that while maybe from their perspective, I had done some things that they didn't like, um, I tend to be <laughs> um, a bit of a know-it-all, you know, if I have something on my heart or my mind, I will, I will say it. Um, so I'm very outspoken. Um, and if I have knowledge and somebody is incorrect about something, um, I used to be very bold and like sharing that and, you know, to a fault, honestly, like I look back at some, some conversations I had and I cringe. Um, so, and I'm a very, I'm just a very strong personality. Okay. I'm a Leo rising Gemini sun. I'm a very strong personality, <laughs> a lot to deal with. And I understand that. 
But when I was reflecting, like, I realized that, like, that shouldn't make people love me less. And the people that are meant to be for me will love the bold, outspoken, know-it-all that I can be. And like I said in the beginning of this, when I, like, connected this, that all these people that had exited my life, they were not adding anything to it. Anything, they were just draining my energy. And a lot of them were connected to a lot of drama. So my life actually became more peaceful when they disconnected. But because I was so connected to the good times, because I'm that glass half full type of person, I didn't even see the peace that I was left with in their absence. So that's a, ne a negative cycle, excuse me, that I recognized throughout my life. Now, I seek authentic vibes. I seek people that I can just be myself with around from the jump and I don't have to edit myself. Or if I do edit myself, they're like, really? You're going to do that? Like, it's all good. And I have found this network of beautiful souls that I've aligned with that see the truest versions of me and support me through and through. And I feel that I can do the same for them as well. And hopefully they feel that I do. <laughs> so if any of you are listening, let me know if I fill your cup as well, because I'm telling you right now that you fill mine. So thank you. And I love you. And thanks for sticking around. And if there's anybody listening to this that maybe I disconnected from, don't assume that you're one of those dramatic people because there are people that like just float their separate ways because that's what happens in life. But if you feel that we should be connected still, reach out. Say hey. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to something a little bit more positive. So another cycle that I saw throughout my life was a connection to teaching and education. As far back as I can remember, um, I was the teacher. I was the teacher when I played classroom with my um, brother and my cousins. I was the teacher when the neighborhood kids would come over and I even had my own little whiteboard slash chalkboard that had a pointer and I would create lessons for the neighborhood and everybody had to sit down and Miss Jenna was teaching. I started doing choreography at a very young age and I would choreograph dances and if you had a sleepover with me then you knew we were going to be making up a dance and probably performing it for a video camera or the neighborhood or my parents. Somebody was going to see the show. Um, in elementary school, I was asked to be a peer mediator, which um, I went through like a little training <laughs> to help children in my school when they were dealing with conflict to listen to both sides of the story and kind of guide the conversation between them so that we could come to a solution together. And I loved that. I ate that up. I loved that so much and I took it so seriously. 
and I think that might have been like the first experience I had with really truly being able to help people heal wounds and I was locked in right then and there I had to be about nine or ten when that started and then when I started in the workforce um, right out of high school I started working in childcare, and I taught early education and I worked with ages six weeks through school age so like eight or nine years oh no 12 years what am I talking about through 12 years and at that point I decided I wanted to go to school for early education loved that loved it loved every moment of it and because of everything that I learned I became a little bird chirping in my owner's ear at the child care center and eventually worked my way through the ranks from you know just a sub assistant float to an assistant teacher to a lead teacher to the assistant director to the director of the child care center and the operations manager of the child care center I then became certified to be an early education trainer. So I would train um, our staff within the child care facility on all things early education. And I also loved parent outreach as well and being able to connect with parents and teach them about um, the cycles of development for their kids, the stages of development for the kids and the cycles that they would go through as they were growing. Um, and help parents advocate for their children when they needed um, services. In that time, um, my early 20s, I also um, reconnected with my love of dancing and I became a dance instructor. And now, I'm still a dance instructor. I still love all things early childhood. But I also teach people how to tap into their intuitive gifts. And I teach people tools to heal their wounds internally, of course. And so this cycle of teaching throughout my life has literally been nonstop. It's something that kept coming back around for me and when I had to decide like what I was going to go to school for at first I didn't really know and when all of my friends went off to college I decided to go get a job and I start that's when I started to work in childcare, and I had determined within a year that this is what I wanted to study and if it weren't for all of the experiences that I had throughout my life and all of the moments that I was given to teach and all of the moments that I asserted myself into teaching, <laughs> whether it was solicited or not, I don't think that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. And through these cycles of teaching throughout my life, I, I discovered that this was a, pa a passion for me, a true passion for me. And I also feel that I was meant to serve and teaching is one of the ways that I, I serve our community and the collective. 
And when I was deciding that, like, is this really what I should be studying? That's what I thought about. I thought about my childhood and all of the moments that I had seen throughout my life that led me up to that moment that I was picking my college courses. And I was like, this, this is what I want to do. I want to teach. And I'm one of those people that will never stop learning either. So I'm also like <laughs> in a cycle of being a student as well. And I love to learn new things so that I can teach new things to others. And that's just who I am. And throughout my journey, so many people have tried to talk me out of it, right? Oh, teachers don't make that much money. Oh, you work in the childcare profession? Oh, they get paid poorly. You should, you know, you have management experience. You should go work here for this payroll company. Or why don't you get into nursing? You love taking care of people. They make way more money or, you know, whatever it is that people wanted to tell me. But I, I had a passion and I have a passion for what I'm doing. And I truly feel that because I paid attention to those cycles in my life and I followed my heart, and I continue to follow my vision. This is why I'm able to maintain my passion. I didn't let anything take me off of my course. I paid attention to that cycle throughout my life. And I knew that it made me happy. And I kept tapping back into it. And so if I could offer you any advice about connecting to the cycles of your life really pay attention to what lights you up. Of course, it's beneficial to pay attention to what knocks you down as well. But if you put more of your energy into what lights you up, there's no way that you can fail. So thank you for listening to my personal connection to the cycles of life. Um, and I just realized as I'm about to wrap this episode up that I was talking about a little bit of my life story in this episode, and this is episode 84, which also happens to be the year that I was born. So there's that from the universe, these little alignments and synchronicities. <laughs> All right, lovelies, if any of you are interested in connecting to your passions and letting go of those limiting beliefs and the fears that you may be holding on to because of the voices of others that show up for us so strongly. I will be hosting a webinar August 3rd called Tuning In To You. Tickets are only $27. And it will be recorded, so you do not have to attend live. If you cannot attend live, you can watch the replay. And in that little mini course, you will get, you'll walk away with several tools to be able to disconnect from the things that are no longer serving you and reconnect with your passions and take a look at your cycles and what they mean for you and your life path. So if you're interested in that, head over to GeminiLionHealing.com and you can find that um, on my services page. All right, friends. As always, thank you so much for listening and supporting Project Healing. 
and keep on dancing through life. Thank you for listening to Project Healing. If you'd like to connect with any of my guests, please check the show notes for their contact information. If you are loving the show, I'd be honored if you would head over to iTunes or Facebook to leave me a review. If you'd like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com backslash project healing and learn about my different patron tiers and how you can support the show and also invest in yourself and your healing process. Remember, you have to feel your pain in order to heal it.